Yo, what's up? What's happening? This is Alexander, a.k.a. The Great Alexander, and we are back again with another episode of The Great Alexander Podcast. And um, I am just uh, returning from a days of work, um, which should be work, uh, <laughs> and um, Bible study, uh, youth Bible study in particular. Um, very fun, hilarious night. And, um, yeah, it was just fun. It was really fun. So, um, but yeah, let's just, let's just jump right into it. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing really good. I'm doing really good. And I want to start this podcast off with, um, something that's pretty serious. And what I mean by serious is the fact that apparently I'm a general ass nigga. And what I mean by a general ass nigga is that I look like a lot of people. And <laughs> I don't I don't know about you, but I typically get uh people telling me that I look like a plethora of people. Many of which I've either heard once and many of which I've either heard a thousand times. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the list because I had to write it down just just to let you know how many people I really look like to people who see me. And this is when I have a shortcut. This is when I had like uh, my my curly nappy top growing out when I graduated high school. Like this is my hair now. Like just everything. Like just so it, here's the first one. I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run it down for you. Okay, here are all the people I look like according to the world. Tyler the Creator, Kevin Durant, Usher. Hakeem from Empire, Jamal from Empire, The Weeknd, Odell Beckham, Trey Songs, John Legend, Party Next Door, Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez, and most recently, Bruno Mars. Now, I can, <laughs> I can understand probably like three of these. At least three. And I obviously take the Trey Songs as a compliment. I've gotten that a total of three times, and, I, and that I'm... Uh, I'm proud of. <laughs> uh, I always remember that. I've been called that three times. So that's not one that I'm upset about. And not really that I'm upset about anything, any of these anymore. Not like I used to be. However, it's like, it, it's just like a new one every time. It's a new one every time. And I don't, my, and, and I swear to God, like, it, it, it makes it seem like I don't look like my mom. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know what's going on. But regardless, um, all these people, probably except for one or two, are fairly good looking. So I ain't too mad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I appreciate the fact that I look like such handsome men in uh, in the world. But, um, yeah, so let's really get into it. Um, some stories to get into. Um, first things first and most recent news, there has been a shooting at the YouTube headquarters in San Bruno, it is by uh, the shooter is a woman name of uh, Nasim. I really can't pronounce her last name. It's uh, foreign, I believe. It is foreign. <laughs> I'm not good with names, but yeah, she's um, she's an animal rights activist, and apparently her videos um, were they were either getting taken down or being demonetized and flagged and whatnot, and her videos weren't um, reaching out to as many people as she would have liked them like for them to be like other creators on the YouTube platform. So in which case, disgruntled, angry, upset, and to me kind of crazy, she goes over to the YouTube headquarters with a handgun, shoots and injures four people, and as police police arrive, she ends up shooting and killing herself now. In my opinion, this was just stupid. And I believe just off that, she might have had some mental issues because, like, in the story, like, they had spoke to her father, and her father said, you know, she was a, um, uh, for lack of a better word, a um, strong-willed vegan, someone who, you know, just doesn't get down with uh, cruelty to animals in any sort of way. So... To me, it's like when you're so hardcore that way, you know, people just tend to just go off the deep end. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what else to tell you. Like, 
and I can't really speak on what to be or not be hardcore about, but not to the point where it leads to this, where it's really, it doesn't have to go to that. Like, I don't understand how you couldn't have just gone there to talk to them, to shoot, like, make a peaceful protest. What, like, what, what what point was it in order to take people's lives? And then, like, take your own life. Like, what, what did you accomplish? Nothing. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't understand. But, and, you know, with that being said, I, I think the talk of gun control is one that needs to be had. But at this point, what else is there to say besides, like, just damn, like, <laughs> like, honestly, it, it's, it, it's so many, uh, it doesn't, shootings don't obviously, mass shootings don't obviously happen all the time, but when they do, it's truly a scary situation because, you know, it just really shows you that nowhere is safe and that if you're in a heavily populated area that someone just might get the bright idea to, like, you know, do some crazy shit. <laughs> and I don't mean, like, to speak that into existence and everything, but this is a possibility, and I and I definitely don't walk around thinking like that. However, it's like you know, it's it becomes a crazy world when you can't even enjoy life with people without someone ruining the fun. You know what I mean? It's like when you always say you know about protests and everything. There's always like a few who want to you know make the protests like be something else. You know what I mean? And mess it up for everybody else, like. And and I feel like that's what people do. Like, the the few mess it up for the many. And, you know, it, it's a whole lot of people that end up disgruntled and people want, you know, things a certain way with, like, having, you know, more guns and, you know what I mean, giving guns to everybody else or taking away all the guns and stuff like that. But in my mind, like, I'm not a huge political person and I don't really uh, focus too much in onto it, but just on a surface level understanding of it all like I feel like the best thing in my opinion one solution that you know that I kind of agree with is like just some more like serious background checks like like these like these gun places like who distribute guns and you know organizations like they don't check into like people's social media accounts they don't look in to like just certain records like you need to do a thorough check, like, the same way you have to do uh, extensive test and registration just to get a license, like, you, that needs to be applied to get a gun. Because if you ask me, like, you're going to kill way more people faster with a gun than you would a car. Like, cars aren't meant to kill people. Guns are meant to shoot things. Cars are meant to get from point A to point B. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, I like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm for guns, and I'm not saying I'm even totally against guns. I know personally, I'm not a fan of guns. I don't really like the use of firearms. I actually feel kind of weird being around one. Like, I don't feel entirely safe. Ironically, like I don't, I just don't like that. But you know, for other people who feel like they need a gun, you know what I mean? It's like. I don't know. I just can't get down like that. I just feel like people who are mentally ill, who have questionable backgrounds and um, values and principles that they stand on, they need to seriously be reconsidered to be given a gun. Like, it shouldn't even be a question. So there's that. Uh, so in, and, and I just want to get that out the way because I didn't want that to... Um, I just want to speak my piece on that, but on to other news, right? So more stories. Um, the Netflix original movie, Roxanne, Roxanne, came out um, last week. And all that taught me is that females were destined to beef. As one of the first female rappers, Roxanne Shante goes on a world tour. And the selling point for this world tour, I don't want to say a world tour, but it was a pretty large tour. For this tour, the selling point of this tour is that she and this other female rapper have beef. When in reality, they didn't. They did not. 
these two girls did not have beef. They just did it as a selling point. So what does that tell me? Well, it tells me Nicki is popping up now in the wake of Cardi B's new album, Nicki Minaj. She's, she made her one out of like four or five appearances now for the year in the wake of Cardi B's new album, uh, I believe it's called Invasion of Privacy, coming out in probably like two more days. Probably By the time I post this, it'd be in one more day. April 6th. Nikki's popping out, and um, and we'll discuss Cardi B's album later, but the people don't make female rappers beef. They make each other beef, and this is the, this, and this was the inception of it all. Like, Roxanne, Roxanne, like, and I'm not saying she's the first female rapper, but she's one of them, and this is go this is how you go about promoting yourself and getting people to listen and buy tickets to go see you just to beef with some other chick. That 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 to me like you like what like what what does that say about now right? So boom, again people don't make beef, people don't make female rappers beef. They make each other beef, and this was inception. And Nicki is at the top, and those who are trying to take that are going hard while she's been on the low, right? You know what I mean? You got Remy Ma coming out, obviously. You know what I mean? Dropping tracks. Obviously, Cardi B is out here. Those are the really two main ones that I could think of off the top of my head. And then, like I mentioned last week, like Iggy Azalea trying to pop back out. But it's like, no, <laughs> just just get that shit out of here. But in reality, I have low expectations for Nicki Minaj just for the simple fact that she's going too far left in her music that she's been trying to make a comeback to her rapping but it just don't feel the same like her shot don't fall the same you know what I mean like most recently after uh Tory Lane's album drop you know he was saying how she was supposed to be on a the shooters record and everything which is a hard record like one of my favorite songs off the album right so um, her verse actually leaked online, and I was like, all right, you know, let me listen to it. But before that, because Tori, like, the reason she wasn't on the album is because, um, you know, when he heard the verse, he wanted her to, like, do something a little bit different in everything. And she was like, well, if that's the case, then uh, just take me off then. And obviously, you know, he took her off, and, and, and so... <laughs> I heard the leaked verse and this shit was just garbage fam. Like if you and I'm I'm sorry if you a Nicki Minaj stan, but it was just garbage. Like it, it, it just she sounded like a goat gargling water. Like it was crazy. I huh. It was just whack. Like and and I and again, I didn't even go into the song with expectations. I just wanted to hear it and you know what I mean for her, like, just to even act like that, and the shit was whack, it was whack, like, I don't know what else to tell you, like, she kept, I feel like what would have been better if she would have, like, not stayed on the same pattern and flow as Tori on the song, it's a real simple song, but songs that are simple become better when people who know how to, like, finesse it and flip the flow around, that's when the song becomes even better when they hop on it. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you bring a different flow to it, and that's the point of it. That's why they have you on the song, not to replicate their flow. And sometimes replicating, you know, someone's flow does sound good. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of none on top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of instances where, you know, someone gets featured on a song and they imitate the same person's flow, but you know they freak it in their own way and it sounds dope. Not in this case. Nikki just sounded bad. It was so fucking bad. Listen to it. Like look it up. Um, Tory Lanes song is called Shooters uh, with uh, the Nicki Minaj verse and, and just listen for yourself and you tell me how you think it sounds but besides all that um, back to the Roxanne movie uh, the movie was cool it was cool to you know learn about some hip hop history cause I um, always heard about Roxanne Shante I always heard her name but I never really like like uh, took a deep dive into her history into her songs and everything so that was cool just as a hip-hop lesson, but as a director, looking at it as a filmmaker, I really didn't like the story structure. It didn't have a good rhythm, and it, it, to me, it just didn't flow right. And and that's the thing about biopics. Like Sometimes there isn't a beginning, middle, and end type of structure. Rather, it's kind of like, um, it's really like you start at the beginning, 
here's a main point. Uh, here's another main point. Here's another main point that happens. Oh, this one bad thing happens. Then possibly a second bad thing happens. And then it's like, you just end it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's really no true, like, resolution to it all. Like, and, and that's why I feel like, like, biopics can be, like, can either really be good or bad because when you're going over like people's lives, it there really is no like formula structure to it unless they do die. Like like people who are coming out of biopics, you know, I mean, they're typically you know are alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, for the most part. <laughs> but even then, it's like uh, when I think of like the um, the notorious John, like I really didn't like that movie just because of how it looked. I I really didn't like how it was shot. That's my only crap about it. But I feel like they did a a pretty all right job when it came to the structure of Biggie's story. I didn't really like how they structured uh, Pac's story and All Eyes on Me. Like it was like told through like like damn near like first half of the whole movie is like told uh, through his time in prison and stuff like that. And then the rest of the time it's like okay this happens this happens this happens and he gets shot. Like it was, it was cool, but it it could have been done way better. And I feel like um another movie that did a, obviously a phenomenal job is obviously uh, Straight Outta Compton. They did a great job with that. Uh, no need to discuss that any further. But uh, moving on, uh, some more stories. Um, so Fab Fabulous, the rapper, um, has assaulted his wife, and might be facing some jail time. And I read somewhere maybe like five to ten. And um, Safari, previous uh, boyfriend of Nicki Minaj, got robbed at a gunpoint, and he did an Angie Martinez interview right after. Not much to say about those things, <laughs> um, and and not really much info on them besides how many times Fab hit his girl and the video of him arguing with her dad. Both crazy things. Um, I really hope that uh, I I really hope that, you know, Safari is okay because when he was on the interview, he seemed really traumatized and he was, like, crying and shit. So that was pretty bad to see. He went from one week, you know, like, 100 on, 100 on this strip. Like, he went from that to, like, you know, I just got robbed. They, they robbed me. It was too, like, it, it, was, it was pretty, like, it was, like, oh, shit. Like, it was pretty bad. And then for Fab, like, you know, I I just never even thought, <laughs> like, cause he's so fucking cool. Like Fab is just such a cool dude. Like, and when you watch the video, it it don't even seem like him. That's like yelling. Like he 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 don't even have like the voice for that. Like his voice is is not even that deep. Like he just sounds so regular. And it's like, yo, like how can you even? I I I just never thought I'd see the day like when I see like Fab like upset like that. But you know. But um, and the most recent update, at least when it comes to um, when it came to Safari, is that uh, they actually uh caught the dude or dudes who um who stuck him up and robbed him. So that's that's pretty much good if you ask me. And let's move on. Um, how you guys doing so far? Y'all good? I'm good. All right. <laughs> let's 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 get into um speaking of people who do music, let's let's get into some music talk right now. We 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 got we got some good things to talk about coming up right here. So um the Jacquees EP, I'm pretty sure some of y'all, if not, I posted on my story. Uh the Jacquees EP, uh fuck, what is it called? Damn, why why am I freaking why it's called? Cause, <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. This time I'm serious. I was going to say this time I ain't playing, but same thing. This time I'm serious. That shit was fire, man. Like, that was just fire. Like, I, I, I really I really appreciate when artists like Jacquees, like, are bringing that R&B. Like, I, I love it so much. I just love it so much. And I feel like his better songs are always the ones when he's just flowing it and and singing. You know what I mean? Like his like his one song, uh, "Body Right." Like that's that's one of my favorite Jacquees songs. Like it's just good. Like it's just good. Like I don't I don't know how to put it. Like I, I really I really appreciate people who can genuinely sing. I really appreciate um, the artists who are 
still out here making, you know, dope R&B songs and not like, it's some people out here who just make this, this, this wannabe R&B shit. And I don't even know how to even describe it, but it's damn sure not no R&B. They ain't talking about love. They damn sure ain't talking about sadness. It don't even sound rhythm, rhythm. They don't have a rhythm. <laughs> Riv, rhythm. How do you say rhythmic? Fuck. Forget it. You know what I'm trying to say. I ain't retarded. All right. <laughs> but I like Jaquez's EP. Like five out of the six songs I'm really rocking with. The last song, Back to Me, it was good, but I feel like it'll grow on me more. I don't hate it, but I feel like that's like probably my least favorite song on the whole thing. But the and but those first four songs go so hard. Oh my God. Like that is that is great. Like they had a vibe to him. He's singing on there, you know what I mean? Like T Pain, he killed it. Like every time Wale get on a song with an R and B artist, you already know it's gonna be fire. Like and I'm I'm and that's another thing too. Wale coming back with like with his with his girl records, with like with R and B niggas on it, and what and Jacquees is on his uh EP that he put out. Fire, fire. Appreciate you, Wale. But um back to Quee. Um and yeah, and this cover reminds me of um uh Donnell Jones where I wanna be uh that cover. Um kinda like it's not the exact same, but they gave me that same kind of vibe, like, you know, like Quee like looking back in the whip, like he's smoking everything and someone's lighting Dino Jones is like I guess that's a cigar that he about to smoke and everything. And you can tell like it is like in a in a zone, like this is dope. Like you can already tell it's a vibe right then and there. And my thing is, I felt kind of dumb after I posted it because when I looked on YouTube and I typed it in, like the the whole EP was like from two weeks ago. And I'm like, well, I didn't just see this until like yesterday. <laughs> like, like he didn't post it until yesterday on his page. So I, I was mad confused. And, and now I feel like, was I late? Like what, like, I don't know. I hate being late when it comes to music. <laughs> I really do. But either way, still fire stuff. And I don't really hear too many people talk about Jacquees anyway. So um, he's, again, one of the people who I love to listen to when it comes to R&B. I feel like he's going to be um, leading the way when it comes to that um, that kind of like old style R&B. Because he really does kind of have like um, one of those voices for that. So I, I feel like he's going to be doing bigger and better things every time. And then some more R&B news. Pretty much uh, the rest of these topics are uh, R&B except for one. <laughs> for, the, for when it comes to music. Um, Sabrina Claudio. Um, I hope you're familiar with her. If not, Google her. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. Like, Man, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to put it. She, she's just dope. I love her voice. I love her voice. I love her voice. It, it is. I know, like other. I love art. I, I love when R and B artists like talk about sex, but she talks about it in a way where it's like, you feel like she in the room, like, <laughs> and she and she dropped some. She dropped two fire tracks. One of them is called "All to You." It's sensual. It feels like a slow burn and like a like sexual tense room like it's just dope and like the video is like an old school foreign film with yellow subtitles and everything it kind of reminds me of like uh of D'Angelo's video uh for um how does it feel like uh because she's like she's just in one spot the whole time and everything and, and so was he so I kind of got that that vibe from it and everything and yeah I just love how like how sexy she talks and everything and like like in in the lyrics for it, it yeah, it's just great. I, I advise you to I'm gonna play that at the end as one of um the songs I've listened to for the week. Um and the and the other track, uh Don't Let Me Down. That was dope. Uh Khalid's on it and I and I like when Khalid is with other people. I don't really like Khalid too much by himself. Like, obviously, you know, his song location is fire, but other than that, like, I don't really like listening to him when he's by himself. I feel like he does way better with other people. That's just me. Um, but Don't Let Me Down for uh, Sabrina. It's more of a pop Latina, Latina, <laughs> Latin type record and everything. I, I kind of feel a little bit Spanish when I'm listening to it, but it feels good. You know what I mean? And the trailer for the video is in the same vein with the old aesthetics. And it's like in a grass plane and she's like in some sexy clothes and everything. Like it's just, 
this is great. This is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't wait for that to drop, too. And, like, the director for these videos is, um, I'm going to try to pronounce his name. Again, this is some foreign shit. It's, uh, Fawd. His name is, <laughs> his first name is spelled F-O-U-A-D. His last name is J-R-E-I-G-E. Um, he's dope. Uh, I Googled him. He's a... He does photography, and obviously he's a filmmaker. He's from L.A., and um, he does great work. You can follow him on Instagram and look at his stuff. It's um, at Fod, F-O-U-A-D. Um, and, yeah, he, he takes great pictures, and he's just a, he's, he just inspired me just based off the, those little things. And, yeah, he, he's a great person. Um, and the All To You single cover, the, the, first, you know, the first cover from it, all to you single cover. It's it's so like just it's just luscious. It's just great. Like and then 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 uh the cover for like um uh, for both singles and everything, it's just her figure, like like she has a great figure. I'm sorry. Like I don't, I don't know <laughs> like I guess that's what makes her most appealing, but even so, like like uh, just apart from her voice, like she just looks phenomenal. But you know, she she makes great music nonetheless. Moving on, more R and B. Uh the weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard it and know about his um EP that the drop. Um, it was really good. It was really good. It was fire. Um I mean it <laughs> it always sounds like he's singing from a basement. Like it's it's always like he's like yelling from the basement, like, so call out my name. <laughs> like you always like gotta like sing that high. Like it's it it sounds great. It sounds great. It that's just what it reminds me of. But um for the most part he's really just singing about um his heartbreak over uh Selena and everything, you know, which, you know, I, that's the thing. Like women don't take man heartbreak seriously. I'm starting to realize that. They really don't take it seriously, like like uh like we take their heartbreak seriously. Like men go through heartbreaks too, all right? And we end up singing about it. I we give you know we give y'all kidneys and shit and y'all and y'all ain't thankful for that. <laughs> y'all ain't thankful for the kidneys we give to y'all man like <laughs> but seriously um yeah like it was good um I like four out of the six songs on there um the two features that was on there which are the same dude and I ain't gonna try to pronounce his name um it's apparently this podcast is full of names I can't pronounce but um I googled him and he's a French DJ. So I should tell you right there why I don't like those songs because they just sound weird. But um, and I don't think those are gonna grow on me either, because <laughs> I, I kind of was, I kind of was turned off for the weekend for a long time, because my old uh, sweet mate back in college was like used to play "Beauty Behind the Madness" from top to bottom, bottom to top, every day at the same time, and I got so sick of it. So for a long time, I was not messing with the weekend because I heard him like every day in my dorm room. That's size the point, <laughs> but um yeah it was it was still pretty it was a it was a fire EP and yeah and the cover reminds me of um of uh the Sade cover uh the best of Sade like he kind of looks like a lost man like he looks like like if you if you watch Attack on Titan like uh at the end of the first season when they're uh when they're when the female Titan is trying to escape and everything. And like uh, the wall breaks and everything, and you see like um, the eyeball of like the Titan and everything. That's what he looks like. That's <laughs> he looks like the Titan in the wall when, when it was broke. Like that's exactly what that nigga looked like. It's a fire cover, but that's what it reminded me of. He he's red too. Like it's, just look that up. Like just type in like wall Titan and it's, and, and you'll see that shit. Um, next, uh, not R and B. We have Cardi B in the mix. Um, she recently had dropped her single called Be Careful. It was cool. Um, for me, it's one of those tracks that take a few listens uh, to really enjoy. And I think she should have let someone else sing the hook. I really, I wasn't really too too big on her singing the hook like that. It was alright, but uh, could have been better. And um, you know, it was um, she uh. It's alleged that she bought the track from uh, Partisan Fontaine, who is a dope rapper who I've been listening to now for a couple months and everything, because um, um, he premiered one of his uh, videos on Worldstar. It was like the front, it was like the first video, it was called Food Stamps, and that shit goes hard, and I, and I listened to that song in the gym. 
he's he's just dope and everything, right? And I actually kind of like his his version better. I really do like his version better. Uh, it it just sounds cooler, but that's just me. Um, and the Barty or Cardi video, that was cool. Uh, I like the sixties aesthetics of it all and how everyone was kind of like hypnotized by Cardi, and the girls was like strapping twenty one like to, in front of the TVs. Like, I guess trying to hypnotize him too, but she never appeared on the TV. It would have been fire if she did, but she ain't. Um, I, but I really didn't like the product placement, like the the EOS, like, fucking chapstick and, like, the Beats headphones. Like, everyone's, like, sponsored by Beats. Yo, Beats sponsored this podcast. <laughs> but, like, for real, I, I was, like, wow. Like, I feel like it has ruined it for me. Like, uh, it's... Sometimes product placements can be I like alcohol. Every everybody like all videos need alcohol, especially rap videos. Rap videos need alcohol, cool. Product place alcohol, but I'm sick and tired of fucking every video. Someone like playing with like Beats headphones or with a pill or just like anything. Like um, this is getting old to me. I'm not a fan when that happens, but it was cool to see Offset in the video. You know what I mean? It, it, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I would have liked it if I didn't see Offset. And that's to be honest. You over here rapping about me. You need to put that nigga in the video. Boom. Um, her song Drip also dropped. And that fucking flute, man. That, yo, flutes are the wave, yo. You you know you got to smash when that flute play. Ooh, nigga, that flute. Oh, my God. That that just, that sets it off. And, and, and obviously, like, the Migos make everything better. Like, the song... I don't think again. I'm, I'm gonna get to this later about like my my kind of on and off, not on and off, but kind of like uh, relationship when it comes to Cardi B, right? But the Migos made that song way better. Take off took off, <laughs> like his verse is my favorite. Like take off is like definitely my favorite Migos out of the Migos. Like he's just fucking great. Even though I can't really repeat a lot of his verses, I can't even learn them because how he raps in my in my lips, like they just can't go like that. But it's fire. And the hook reminds me of um if y'all <laughs> if y'all Google uh this uh this country rap song, it's called Ye Ye. Y E E Y E E. It's called Ye Ye. And that's exactly what the hook reminds me of. If y'all if y'all listen to it, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Listen to Drip and then listen to Ye Ye and, and see how much it reminds me of it. Don't ask me how I heard the song. Just don't ask me. <laughs> That's just what it reminds me of. An album. Her album's coming out, uh, like I mentioned before, April 6th. Um, and it's a pretty good number of track lists. I like the track list. Uh, the, the quantity of it, 13 tracks. I think it's a, it's a pretty good place to start. Um, I like how it's not a lot of features. Um, you know, it was just uh, the Migos in uh, 21. So I, I appreciate that. And it's, it's obviously going to go platinum right away. It's, it's instant platinum because of uh, fucking Bodak Yellow and all its fucking streams. So, you know, you know, cheat codes and shit. <laughs> but, um, you know, so pre-congratulations to Cardi B for an instant platinum album. You heard it here first. Um, and, and one thing I noticed, too, and, and, and to me, it's like, like, we get it. Like, we fucking get it. it it's seven tracks with the letter B in it. We get it, Cardi. Like we we know. Like we understand. Like that's what it is. All right. Yeah. Like rep your set, but like, you know, it's okay to use use the c word. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's I. Right, you know what I mean? But whatever. Like I don't let that life say so you do you. But that's just how I feel about it. It's kind of just it's doing too much for me. And I wasn't. But yeah, back to my relationship with Cardi B. I wasn't a huge fan of Cardi at first because um. I was aware that she was on Love and Hip Hop. Like, I wasn't a fan of her music. I thought she was hilarious and everything. And, like, she was just funny. Like, and she was genuinely, like, a, a cool person, like, a cool character, I guess, on the show. Um, but my support really came when she dropped Boy That Yellow. And even though that song had to grow on me, like, I still ended up liking it. Because, like, when she first came out and she was, like, dropping music, I was like, nah, like... I'm sick of these loving hip-hop people really trying to make hip-hop, like, like their ass, but she caught on, and I was like, damn, like, she she really might do it, and she did it, and when Bodak Yellow came out, I was like, nah, I ain't gonna get on it, 
heard it like for the hundredth time, I was like, damn, I'm on it now. Like <laughs> this shit is pretty good. Like <laughs> and it was like you really can't deny it. You know what I mean? And it's a smash now. So so good you know, good for Cardi. Um but I'm anticipating it to be good. Uh, I have high hopes. I'm not really expecting much out of it. Um yeah, I really uh besides like the two songs we got, be careful and drip. Um yeah, it's like I, I I'm just anticipating it to be good. I don't, I don't have any thoughts of what it's gonna sound like or how it's supposed to be. I just want it to be good, you know what I mean? Because it's Cardi, and we all want Cardi to win, right? All right, boom, moving on. R and B again, <laughs> right where we left off, right? I know. Uh, Tink is actually back on the scene. Tink, someone who pops up and then goes into hiding for however long. You know, I'm telling you, I really when Tink was first coming out, I think it was like 2014, 2015. I was like, yo, she gonna kill this shit. Like, she's just dope. Like, she's so fucking dope. You know what I mean? She was co-signed by Timbaland and everything. Like, she was making records. Like, her mixtapes were fire. She could rap. Like, she could sing. I preferably preferred her singing. And it was like, yeah, like... And then she just disappeared. Like, you want, she was on a freshman cover. Like, she was doing big things. And she was gone. And it's like, damn, like... <sighs> Well, there's one female rapper that I really like to listen to. You know what I mean? I ain't putting out shit. But she dropped an EP, uh, six songs, five of them I really liked. Um, the one song I did not like was uh, the song called Part-Time Lover. Uh, I didn't like it at all because I didn't think she sounded good rapping over Escape like that. Like the, um, I believe it was uh, Who Can I Run To. She sampled the song. Yeah. She just sounded weird. She sounded like a mouse over that shit. And I didn't appreciate that. Like, people need to stop sampling Escape, okay? Like, the, like, I really, like, where, where's my fucking playlist at? Because I heard it. I was like, nah, like, you, nah, it's just not, it's just not you, Tink. It's just not you. But um, that, that Escape song, I think it is Who Can I Run To, if I could find it really fast, if I could find it really fast. Because I have a whole playlist dedicated to, like, um, Original songs and like uh, songs that were sampled and everything. Uh, yes, yeah, who can I run to? And the first person, I'm pretty sure this ain't the first person who sampled it, but this is the first time I ever heard it is uh, Anderson Pack. Uh, might be check that song out. Um, it's a fire song, and you might recognize it because it was stolen by another uh, by some bitch ass nigga by the name of uh, DJ Luke Nasty, and I actually just heard him on the radio. I think today. Um, he got a song with Ro Timmy out. It was it, it was ass, but it was like that shit had me so mad because he, like DJ Luke Nasty, just took the whole like words vibe of the of Anderson Pack's song and everything. It was like, and then when I justify like saying like I sampled Escape, I didn't sample Anderson Pack, nigga. Yes, you did. You took the words. Like it, it was crazy. Just that's that's beside the point. He did it right. Uh, the game did it right. Um, is he had a song called uh, "Do It to You" featuring Trey, and that song is fire. Like they, like they both did it right. Not Tink. I don't think she did that right. I don't. I don't think you should really be like, rapping over the song like that unless you got you know what I mean really someone else singing with you. And yeah, it just wasn't good in my opinion. Like, like fucking uh, like Remy Ma, uh, rapping over uh, "Pretty Brown Eyes" by Mint Condition with Chris Brown. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love Mint Condition and I love Pretty Brown Eyes, but she she ruined that song. Like I hate her voice on it again. Like when it comes to like samples, oh my, especially ones like that, you just gotta do it justice. And I don't know why they think they're doing it justice, but it, they really didn't. The video for it was fire. I liked the video, but I didn't like her rapping. I didn't like Chris Brown singing over Mint Condition like that. No nose. I get that. I get that. Two New York thumbs down, I son. <laughs> That's what I had to give it. It was whack, and, and so was Part Time Lover for Tink. But um, yeah, um, but she won me over with the last song called Signs. She's like singing about um zodiac signs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know her reference, like <laughs> you know the Gemini's. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you listen to that track on your own time. But just know, Gemini's. That's right. <laughs> and the cover is fire You know what I mean It feels warm I like the colors on it I like her on it She looks great 
moving on. Uh, SZA, the Broken Clocks video. Um, I was mad that the story said it was exclusively on Apple Music and then it was actually on YouTube at the same time on her official uh, Vivo page. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, I pay for Apple Music and this is, you know, you tell me it's an exclusive, but it ain't. Whatever. (laughs) So watched it, loved it immediately and everything. Um, Essentially, if you haven't seen it, which you should have already, but this is just my opinion and breakdown and take on it. Um, It's kind of like her reminiscing of her time at camp. Um, I forget when she spoke about this, but I remember her speaking about she did go to camp like once or a few times or whatever, but... You know, you can see kind of like um, a girl that resembles resembles her younger self with glasses and everything, kind of like the same hair, which is cute. You know, what I mean, it was really cute to see that. I liked, I liked how she did that. It was a good choice, and I like how she had like her friends in the video. You know, what I'm saying I like how she had like TDE, like some of the niggas in there. That he, she had a Q, a schoolboy Q as like a. Uh, the lunch man and everything. She had like J Rock as a lifeguard. She had Absol, I guess, as, as as one of the counselors. But he was just making out with his girl the whole time. And like every scene he was in, he was making out. And then uh, Isaiah Rashad, he was uh, one of the counselors too. So it was cool to see him. But I, I really wanted to see Kendrick in there. I wanted to see if he, if he was going to make an appearance. And I watched it again to see if if he was in there like somewhere sneaking. But he wasn't. I was like, damn, like that nigga. I don't know where he could have been. But it would have been fire to see him in there. But um. But then again, um, uh, technically, he kind of, like, directed it, too, because um, at the end, it says directed by SZA and uh, the Little Homies, and the Little Homies is um, Day Free and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, they're the directing group, and, you know, you always see the Little Homies, like, with Kendrick Lamar's videos. is He's part directing it, too, which is fire. Um, but, yeah, love when SZA dances, like... I, I just love when she dances. It just looks so cool. Like, <laughs> she's just so cool when she dances in. Um, uh, and in the video, you see uh, the camp that Scissors in. It's called uh, Camp Control versus uh, this other, like, preppy camp and everything. And I like the grainy cinematic look. It was, like, really clean, but, like, it had that uh, that hard, grainy look to it and everything. It looked just like some, like, vintage film I thought that was really fire. And then she ends up waking up in a, a strip club with how it started in the beginning with her friend saying, wake up and everything, which kind of leads you to believe like it was a dream and everything, which I think is pretty interesting that um, it kind of reminds me of Naruto, like when like when people are fighting, like two people are fighting and then like if one person about to die or the fight's getting really intense, they start reminiscing about old shit and they're like... Why am I thinking about this? Why why is my dad coming to me? Like you're about to die, that's why. And they gotta tell you like they gotta talk about your backstory. That's why. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. So <laughs> I guess she was dreaming that she got knocked the fuck out by a stripper and everything. And uh yeah, it was dope. I I, I liked it. It was a it was a fiery video. Um all her videos for uh the control album have been fire except for the weekend. And I feel like she played everybody with that shit. That video was ass. That video was ass. And that's where I'm going to leave that at. <laughs> and uh, you got now fucking... Uh, you got these old models slash strippers slash bartender chicks. Instagram models out here like really rapping. And this shit is sounding fire, yo. Like they have some phenomenal writers out here but i don't know how many of y'all familiar with uh chinese kitty look her up on instagram bad ting uh (laughs) she dropped a song recently and it was pretty good (laughs) it was really hot like i could i could hold it you know what i'm saying it was was good It, it, it was i was reluctantly nodding my head to it i was like shit like this song is so good but it's it's crazy to me like I I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, I guess it does merit some sort of, like, respect and some response if it's hot. Like, not too much respect if you ain't write it, obviously. But a hot record is a hot record. And that's, and at the end of the day, it's like you really can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how the fuck you feel about people not writing their records. You know what I'm saying? But if it's hot, it's hot. And you can't you can't do nothing about that. But, um yeah, I guess my thing about that is... um. 
Anybody can just be a rapper. Like, you know what I mean? You, can, you know, fucking disrespect your mom or Dr. Phil, and now you sign the Atlantic Records. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that happens nowadays. But, you know, I, I fuck it, man. I don't know. N- niggas is out here. And, um, yeah, moving right along. Uh, I want to get into just, just a few more things before we get up out of here. Um, I want to talk about uh, the process um, when it comes to life and your goals and your dreams and the shit you want to accomplish and all that kind of stuff. Excuse me. All that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, in our young years, when it comes to, like, starting to do stuff, you know, we're, we're really just getting started. Like, we're technically babies when it comes to our careers and our goals that we want to achieve. Like, we're really at the beginning. Like, we haven't even reached that threshold of, like, the epitome of what we truly desire out of our lives. And that that's something that I have to remind myself that all the things that I want to do, that I want to happen with my time, excuse me, that all the things that I want to do and the things that I want to have happen in my life, they, they're only going to happen with my time and my effort. And only I can make that happen. And if you don't know what to do, you still got to work towards something, even if it's small. Like, and a lot of people like are out here really not knowing what it is that is that they really want to do with their lives. However, like as long as you're at least working towards, uh, just out of your own situation, like that. That's that's always like better than nothing, if you ask me. Just and I've and and even if that, like it it it'd be even better just to uh, learn more and learn new things that might interest you. So that's. But in regards to knowing what you want to do, you know, it's it takes your time and your effort. It takes you know your responsibility. It takes your dedication and especially takes your patience and that's the main thing it's really a patience and my thing is uh maintaining excitement for the process uh, the same way I'm excited about my future like I, I need to keep that same energy when it comes to me doing shit to get to my future and maybe I need to shift my mentality to really loving the work instead of the outcome and I think placing the outcome should just be that it's a point of destination, and the road there should really be the fun part, because I, I I truly I, I truly am a visionary when it comes to my own life. Like I see everything that I want, I see myself, I see how I'm gonna be, but um, <laughs> sometimes the work isn't as exciting as that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like when a time comes when I've shifted my mentality to how fun the work is. I know that getting there will be like 10 times better than how I imagined it. And that's how, how I truly want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs to be better because my work will justify it being better. You know what I'm saying? And patience is like I mentioned, like patience is really like the, the, the truest thing. It's the, it's really, it really is the key of life and things that are here fast leave just as quick and i want to live the life i see you know that involves the long time it took and me living it out the long time i've accomplished for it to happen like i really want that quality lifestyle for myself that i see and i believe you know everybody should everybody has the right to their own quality lifestyle that you know, involves them living out their true purpose and what they want to do in life. And, you know, I want to live the life as I see it. And that and that truly does start with my own choices. And I'm I'm just saying all this as um not only a motivation uh for you guys, but truly one for me to to always remind myself that, you know, it it starts with you. It starts with you. You know what I mean? Love the work. Trust the process. Be patient. Um, and, and just, just keep going. Like, keep going. doesn't matter if you're taking little steps. doesn't matter if you're taking small, uh, big steps. Like, they're all going to the same destination. Whether you get there fast or not, you're definitely not getting there fast. <laughs> but you're getting there, and, that, and that's the main point. And um, 
next thing before um we play um the songs of the week uh i want to get into uh a topic of forgiveness and this is another thing that's really important to me. Uh, I've never been the type to hold grudges against people. I really do let things go pretty easy. Like I, like I might be mad at someone for like a day or two, three at the most, but I, I genuinely let that shit go without like a third thought. Shit, without a second thought <laughs> at that. Because I it. It's not even natural for me to carry on something like I'm so I'm I'm fickle nature. I have a fickle nature in general. So me being even mad at that just wouldn't even equate to like how I think in life and what really matters to me. Like I I, I just let that shit go, and it's it's easier for me to forgive people. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a better time when it comes to that in my life. I really haven't had to. Up until recently, I really haven't had to, like, uh, have a hard time forgiving someone. You know what I mean? It's been pretty much like, okay, you know, that was that, and this is this, so let's, let's shake hands and move on. You know what I mean? And, you know, and forgiveness, they say, they say the truth sets you free, but I feel like forgiveness really sets you free. Like, Like, asking for forgiveness and forgiving someone, like, that's truly, like, one thing that uh really does like keep peace that's something that really does allow people to um grow not like not, not even physically but just mentally and emotionally like that's so important you know forgive people when you're right that sounds crazy but it, you know what i mean like you can be the most right person like in the situation you can be absolutely correct but it the situation calls for your forgiveness also because, you know, you know, you have to let that person know, like, all right, you know, you might have been wrong, but I'm sorry for this. You know what I mean? Or I'm sorry for, you know, that this is what it had to be. Anything. You know what I mean? And, you know, I had to do that recently because I know I was right. <laughs> but even then, you know, you got to have to, it's all it's it's really not even about you like forgiveness is, is always about the other person it's about you to get it off your chest but it's it really is all about the other person and um I'll get into that in a second but um you know forgive people even if you're right if you've been hurt bad like no matter what like forgiveness is truly the key uh, along with patience and those who don't forgive here are some of the things that how people are who don't forgive. They have uh, vengeful hearts, they have hurtful hearts, and they carry weight on their hearts. And those are three things I I truly <laughs> try to stay away from. Like I'm not vengeful. I'm I'm I don't carry around pain and hurt, and I certainly don't like carrying around that much baggage on me. Like I. I don't even like to travel with a lot of things like that. I think it's very cumbersome and, and, and uncomfortable. So fuck you think I'm going to carry around pain <laughs> and, and suffering and unforgiveness and shit like that. Like that. That's not me. But, you know, my dad, he made a he made a good comparison to when it comes to forgiveness. It's like forgiveness is like taking all the trash out of your house and having a clean house, like or having a clean room. You know what I mean? Like just cleaning up like it's fresh, you know what I mean, it's, it's nice, it's serene, it's, it's, uh, it's honest, it's all those things, it's good, you know what I mean, you can breathe, you can not feel so cluttered, it, this, imagine that, that same feeling you get when you have a clean house, forgiveness is that times like 10, I believe, that's for me, but, um, you know, we forgive in the degree that we love. So how much do you love to forgive? Like, would you forgive your siblings for anything? Would you forgive your parents for anything? Would you forgive your friends for anything? Like, and that's something I had to ask myself, you know what I'm saying? That's not, like, that's one of the um, things I, I just finished saying, like, you know, that's something I'm going through, trying to forgive somebody. But, um, it's not that I'm not willing to. Is I'm trying to uh, compart, not compartmentalize it, but 
understand what it means for me first before I go about doing it. So that's where I'm at. I'm not against forgiving, never. I'm just trying to see where my head is with that. Because I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> like I, I, again, I'm not the one to hold on to stuff, and I'm damn sure not the one to let it hold me back. That's the last thing I'm going to let happen to me. But, um, yeah, but characteristics of forgiveness are, like I said, it's uh, refreshing. Uh, you have instinctive kindness, um, loving, and sharing. And all those things are just great. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be refreshing. You want to be kind and loving and you want to and you know you you want to share your time and your love with people and your energy and you know obviously want to share your energy with everybody everybody doesn't deserve your time love and energy but those who you're willing to forgive you know i mean you know they deserve it you know i'm saying especially you deserve it and that's really how you should be feeling so moving on Hope you guys enjoy that. We're moving on now to the final segment of the show where I play three songs that I've been listening to throughout the week. First one being, um, as I mentioned previously, two of them are going to be ones that I talked about earlier. First one being uh, This Time I'm Serious by Jacquees, Fire Song, if you haven't heard it. Uh, I actually listen to it and then get it right after, get the whole EP, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, hope you like it. This is Jacquees. This time I'm serious. Got that right, got that right, got that right. Hey, swerve in your lane, got that right away. Hey, baby girl, call, I hit her right away. No more talk, I need mine today yeah. No more talk, I need mine today Try to compare, it's like night and day If I'm far away, she gon' find a way To this drip, she gon' sip for me Drip, she gon' sip for me R&B niggas say I ain't next up Watch your bitch, cause she gon' text us uh, big booty bitch at the hoe in Texas. Texas. Uh, I drive Lambo, he drive Lexus. She know the difference. I ain't regular. I go the distance. Hit my cellular with the business. If he dissing us, I hit his mistress. Whoa, whoa. I swear to God, I was old. This. They still rocking with the old shit. I need cash, I need more chips Shout it, bring that ass if you want this Got that right, got that right, got that right hey, Swerve in your lane, got that right away hey, Baby girl, call, I hit her right away No more talk, I need mine today No more talk, I need mine today Try to compare, it's like night and day I'm far away, she gon' find a way to this drip. She gon' sip for me. Drip. She gon' sip for me. This time I'm serious. My love get furious. I need you naked at the drop of a dime. Shawty, don't waste my time. She pullin' on my Gucci bitches. Hey, I kick out my shoe, they Javinci. Cause she like, we don't know why you be trippin'. You the only nigga that be in it But I told my nigga to try ya And his phone, your number is in it This whole sweat, she fire But I swear that this hoe is some bitch I won't be trippin' Bout you, bout you, bout you I'ma keep pimpin' Got to, got to, got to Hey, this time I'm serious Girl, I'm serious, yeah, yeah Ain't got no time for your love I ain't swervin' your lane, got that right away Baby girl, call, I hit her right away no more talk, I need mine today No more talk, I need mine today Try to compare, it's like night and day If I'm far away, she gon' find a way To this drip, she gon' sip for me Drip, she gon' sip for me This time I'm serious My love get furious I need you naked at the drop of a dime 
All right, that was Jaquise. This time I'm serious. Fire, right? I know that shit was lit, boy. That shit was lit. What you talking about? <laughs> All right, uh, next track coming up right after that, we have um, Phony G. Phony G's Revenge Fam. Man's bust you in your head, top fam. Man, them getting bare dumb in their ways, man, fam. I don't know why I just said that's my um, fake Jamaican Toronto accent. But um, this song, <laughs> um, similar to the first week when I'm over here playing parody songs, this one is a parody song, but it, again, it just goes hard. Like, And that's the best thing. When parody songs go so hard, this is great. It's kind of an old jaunt because I didn't know this was a thing. Um, but yeah, uh, just, 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 I'm going to let y'all hear it and let y'all hear it for yourself. It's, it's pretty fire. All right, here we go. This is Phony G's. Uh, this phony G, phony G's revenge. I Sully Diamond. Niggas asking where phonies at, eh? I heard niggas beaking to my things, eh? Saying phonies this and phonies that. Phonies dick is warm, warm. Niggas saying phonies not out here with the burners. Are you fucking blem, dog? Bucket hat on, cause I'm a real ass nigga. Slang the rock on the block, no, I'm not jigger. Speaking out my name, make phony squeeze triggers. Bazooka at your door, phony pizza I deliver. Break inside the crib, 60 bullets to deliver. Turn your body inside out like you play for the clippers. Phony got gats, what you talking about? Like a orthodontist, tell you open up your mouth. Now I bet the burner bitter like Guinness extra stout. Leave you laying like a savage watching TV on the couch. I got this one gun, so fucking big. Stand too close, a spark up, barbecue your ribs. I got this next one. Record Coil so strong, shoot it in Toronto, end up in Hong Kong. When the dizzy burp, it don't say excuse me. One fucking bullet turn Godzilla into sushi. Holy fuck. <laughs> Yo, fam. Yo, big Squidward, you guys have to hold a gun because I just put on baby. Yo, what the fuck, G? My hands are full, though. Yo, just hold a thing back. Hey, yo, and funny ride out. Niggas hide out. Funny slide out the burner. Scope you niggas out like tryout. Then hit you with the burner. The same shit you lie about. Make your mama cry about you getting punished. Permanent timeout. Hey, yo, funny gets grungy. My grandma don't love me. I'll scrap a crocodile. Call me funny G Dundee. Come true like a step that and take away your son's weed. Trust me. You don't want the beef with the EG when niggas start singing, pointing fingers like they're easy. Bust you in the hand. Yes, the Aim is greasy, believe me Wipe up your blood with a squeegee I make it look easy, the peace don't please me Especially when the burner's in the glove box Yelling, squeeze me You fucking body boy Yo, you're so a real waste man, eh? Phony G's really out here in Brampton, dog Run up and give your grandma the death ass, dog What do you, blem? Don't know say I'm out here, dog Every day, every fucking day, dog Phony G's here, bro Where you going, dog? Run up, get the donuts, dog, see? Oh, fucking romp around, you're a waste man's dog. Early. Funny G is really all here, dog. See what I'm saying? You guys are waste man, fam, yo, man. Funny G done on bush you on your head, top man. Give your grandma the deaf eyes, fam. Real ting, eh? <laughs> Oh man, I fucking love that song. Like, <laughs> I just love the way it starts. Like, like the bars in it are crazy. Like, it, it's it's supposed to be a funny song, but I'm telling you, parody songs are just even better when they go so hard like that. Like, buckethead dunk, cause I'm a real ass nigga. Like, <laughs> that's so fine. The video for it is even is just funnier. Like, it's just, it's great. It's great. But uh, last but certainly not least, before we get up out of here, uh, we got the. Sabrina Claudio record all to you and um yeah I'm, I'm gonna let y'all feel this uh th- I'm gonna let y'all feel this shit right here here it goes Sabrina Claudia all to you get back in I can feel your knees sinking When did this bed turn into water? Is it that good? My love, my flower, you say that good? Mm-hmm. Am I that good? My hands are powerless. 
that. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was Sabrina Claudio. All to you. Fire, 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 fire. Wish I had some uh, some bombs. <laughs> but yeah, that's been a show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, join me back for um, the week after next for another episode of the Great Alexander Podcast. We are still growing. We are still on the move. I have big plans. Just know. Real ting, dog. <laughs> I ain't gonna end it like that. But um, seriously. Um, just to keep you guys in the loop, I have some big plans coming up. I'm still, uh, in the process of getting, um, the right equipment for it. Um, so it could be better. Um, I'm about to be getting another mic, hopefully soon, hopefully. So I can start having guests on so you guys can hear other people besides me. (laughs) So, you know, you can have some interesting conversation, but, um, yeah, until then, um, can't wait to see you guys uh, later. This has been the Great Alexander Podcast. I am Alexander, and I will see you next time. Peace.